This podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, Shano, episode nine, unconditional. Episode nine. New studio, new podcast studio. Yep, here we are. Um, you'd think it was sponsored by the particular uh, office that we're in, but that's just the way that it's laid out. That'll be blurred out, I'm sure. Uh, that'll be <laughs> yeah, all unless we unless Pete our, wants to put some money behind this to sponsor it. Got our wonderful uh, backdrop there. Yep, that's us in pen form. Uh, if you are on Spotify, and firstly, guys, thanks very much for um, listening, subscribing. Uh, Spotify is going better than we expected, so it's, it's certainly the better idea jumping off YouTube over onto Spotify. Uh, where, where thank, thank me later in, for that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Have you even paid Blair yet? <laughs> no. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Blair's running around spending all his own cash. Um, you were looking at the stats the other day. We've got we got international listeners. We've got international. We're in. Uh, some, there's people listening to it in the UK. The funniest one was obviously the bloke from Belgium in Brussels. Mm. He's uh, he's an avid listener. He's Big downloaded fan. all five. Whatever well, that is. Personally, I just want to give him a shout out. Yeah, if he's listening, out. we don't know what your name is, but you know, if you want to get in touch, uh, Blair, get, get in touch with us through Messenger on Facebook. Through yeah, the we've page. got the Facebook page, so get over there. We we haven't had any likes in Brussels yet, so yeah, please jump over there. That'll be fantastic. So thanks very much, um, everyone, for that. And if you want to tell your friends and family and. All those other people that you think might be interested, or just to laugh at us, really. Yeah, yeah. Just keep sharing it. We're going to have some guests coming up. We've got. Um, I don't want to overpromise things, and then we don't end up delivering. But we've next week. We're going to see Jess Melling, who just spoke at Eric. She's going to be on. Yeah. So um, some actual people with integrity in yeah. the business. And because these podcasts are so far behind, if she doesn't come in next week, we can just cut that bit out. Yeah. We'll just edit it. Um, so if you are listening to this in the future. Hopefully they've they, you know they've sorted out jetpacks. <laughs> Me and Blair were talking about that. Jetpacks. That'll be our third. That'll be our third uh, place we filmed in. We want to try and get around to as many offices as we can. Not not just obviously the offices we work in yeah. uh, or previously worked in, but if you are a local office on the Gold Coast and you are listening to this, I'm making out we making out we get a hundred thousand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give us a call. We'd love to come and have a chat and, and meet you and um, yeah. listen to any poaching ideas and salary increases that you're interested in providing. Yeah, don't take us for a coffee. Don't just, take us for a coffee. Just, just offer us to do our podcast in your office. Just give us a boardroom. Yeah, that'll do. Then maybe bring a coffee in. That'd be good, or a beer. Uh, Shadow, how's your week been? Week in review. Week in review. Yeah, it's been really good, Robert. Um, I Obviously, Narang had a siege this week uh, uh-huh. where two guys shot up the Arundel police station and they also shot a family going out for dinner at a restaurant, which is just like crazy. Um, but it turns out that they decided to hide in a house around the corner from my house. So... Uh, me and my friends all live in what we call the uh, Triangle of Trust. We can all uh, drink at each other's houses and then walk home because we're all so close together. Um, and we all got cut off. We couldn't get home. So, uh, that was Origin night, so everyone had to watch Origin on their own. Oh, I'll spew on Lisa. Lisa went out. She's like, oh, it's Origin tonight. Do you want an Indian? I was like, yeah, let's get Indian. I'll be home in half an hour. Took me about an hour to get home because I had to go around the long way down because my street was the last street before it got cut off. So my friend Gibbo was stranded at his house. And uh, his partner, she got home too late and they turned her away. She had to go and sleep sleep in her car, I think, or something. Or I had to oh, go and no. sleep at Gibbo's mother's house around the corner. So it was a real pain in the ass. Anyway, I when I saw your street on the news report. I yeah, so my street, because it was the last street, everyone, yeah. they all stood out the front of my street. 
Um, and they're saying, you know, they've chopped it all down and, you know, these blokes are in there with a gun. And, like, I think if they... I just can't have seen myself being sniped from my street from where they were. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a policeman. Did you offer? To be sniped? Yeah. <laughs> no. They probably could have... Gibbo lives up on a hill. I reckon they could have sniped him. So I said, look, put your body armour on. I think that, that's all over 20-odd hours. Yeah. Um, no one got hurt. Living in Narang, we all wear body armour anyway most of the time. The bad guys are back in jail. Yeah. The uh, ju- justice has prevailed. As it should and as it will. Work-wise, second week, third week in, in your new office. Third week, we're... Uh, you're settling in, you're getting used to everything. Yeah. Everything's becoming a lot smoother. Um, we're a bit more auction orientated, so my auction skills are starting to get there. Um, quick, quick quiz for you. Yeah. Give me two. How many property managers do you have? Don't know. Okay. I've really been concentrating on you it. You failed. Like, yeah. Uh, look. What's the receptionist name? Michelle. Okay, you answered that pretty quickly. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm pretty bad at getting to know people. But it's because the property managers aren't in this office. Well, we have Chantel, who's the property manager here, but I haven't met, I can't remember any of the names of the other ones. Sorry, guys. Um, it's all right. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll love you anyway. Well, look, we'll. Couple we'll, listings? Got a couple listing? of listings, yeah, sitting on a few. I'm just waiting for tenants to move out of two or three of them. So we're just waiting for them to become empty and then we'll uh, get them up and hopefully sell them and, you know, I won't be uh, begging for money from people down at the shops here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've, uh, I've listed three this week and I've gone oh, with... Uh, must be nice. Well, yeah, it's, it, is, it is nice, actually. It's fantastic. I've, I've gone with... Uh, I've gone... Sorry, Blair's just snuck on in and spun my mic around. I've gone with a different strategy with each one. So I've gone with a price, I've gone with a contact agent, and I've gone with an auction. Because right. I think the market is changing that quickly and that rapidly. I just want to see what gets the most traction. So moving forward, we can provide the right type of advice. I'm certainly not using this as a case study. They're all receiving traction, but yeah. the open homes this weekend will be very interesting to see numbers. And um, inquiries have been pretty steady across all three, though. So um, buyers are good. still inquiring. We've had another interest rate. Yeah. Increase on Tuesday. 0.5. So that's uh, 0.75. Someone I saw a stat the other day, 750% increase in two months. I think, you know, it's, if you've got a $600,000 a week mortgage, uh, or $600,000 mortgage, it's going to go up by about $60 for the average person. Um, again, if, you've, if you haven't overextended yourself, you'll be fine. If you've gone out and spent 1.2 and you should have really bought something for 700, that's when you're in trouble. Uh, and I think if the media and, and, and everyone reporting it puts it out in dollar terms, like you've just said, mm. $60 is a lot of money, but I'm sure most people could save $60 to keep a roof over their head. So when you put it in dollar terms and not just the fear mongering and, and add all yeah. these, you know, crazy. I, I saw another stat, uh, another article today in the paper, a young couple moved up from Lismore, play the whole flood card. And we've been looking for a property and we haven't been able to find anything. Well, you just moved up from Lismore. There's a good chance you haven't been in a job long enough for a property manager yeah. to justify giving you a rental. Uh, so they've gone on to uh, Facebook marketplace and, you know, we need help and someone did help them out god bless them and uh but there's so much so much fear-mongering i think and uh, dollar terms will make everyone a bit easier yeah yeah i think um if you haven't overstretched yourself and you know bought that expensive house on the east side of the highway on the gold coast and gone out and got the jet ski in the car that we've spoken about before you know and now you can't afford to pay for any of those things and the jet skis online there's gonna be a lot of people selling caravans that were bought during COVID. i think that we well, you know 
they'll start coming online because they can't afford to keep paying the caravan off with the expensive house house loan. So, and that seventy five grand a year you make, you'll be fine. You you won't you won't be stretched too much. No, no, my expenses are. You know, we budgeted. I'm a tight ass. I live in a street where there's constantly sieges. Um, you know, I live in the rough part of the woods, Robert. I don't live near you in what is you know. If you're listening, you don't know. Robert lives in Emerald Lakes. Which is which is very which must be very nice because let me tell you over in my over in my neck of the woods um, you've got to carry a knife and wear body armor so we're all right over the rough side of the the Gold Coast don't worry about that. Speaking of you being a tight ass, let's take it back to last weekend. Yeah, you and me, uh, we flew down to Melbourne. Yeah, we, there was another. 11 blokes with us but yeah. the first part of the trip we were going down obviously since we've been on spotify we've got all the big podcasting companies after us listener app and podcast one and all those big honchos are all based in melbourne so we've gone down there for some interviews <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no the reality is we went down for a uh, for a bucks party uh for reese who everyone would have heard last episode yeah Pest management extraordinaire, rat assassin. We went yeah. down for his bucks. RMH pest control, 04. No, actually, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't believe it. No RMH pest management, yeah. 04236 Mention me and Robert, you might get a discount. You will. You're not much, but you will. Or yeah. a surcharge. Or a surcharge. Yeah, if you mention me, you'll probably get charged more. If you mention Robert, you'll probably get charged less. So we started off 5.30 last Friday morning at Gold Coast Airport. A yeah. couple of beers and a, a bacon and egg roll. Yeah, I had a cappuccino because I'm responsible. And we flew into Melbourne, got there early. We couldn't check into our apartment on Collins Street. We're all, <laughs> we're all hopeful. <laughs> yeah. And Shane and his tight-ass ways comes in to this story when we actually do check in a few hours later. I think it's fair to say... 13 blokes in a studio apartment. Oh, I didn't pick the apartment. You though. did say. So. Oh, you Bird are a tight ass. Joe Bird picked it. You can't blame Joe because he's not here to defend himself. We'll get him on the phone. You're for, you've got to take responsibility for Mate, that. I've got the messages. I didn't. Let, we'll, put a, we'll put a video up of this apartment. Seriously, the bloke had chopped it up from a one bathroom to a two bathroom and you could sit on the toilet and talk to people in the lounge room. That's how bad the layout yeah, was. It was horrendous. Joe, Joe went to the bathroom on the last day and we all had to evacuate the unit because it stunk so bad oh it was horrendous <laughs> one of the blokes had to lay the cushion backs of the of the chairs on the ground it was horrendous it's it was the worst terrible. place i've stayed I've, I've stayed in gilligan's which is a, a hostel in cairns and had cockroaches there at night there was more cockroaches than people and this place was worse <laughs> <laughs> we worked out all the beds and everything had to have been taken into the into it separately and built two different ways because you couldn't actually build them the way that they were constructed. We used my credit card, so I got all the messages from the owner, and then I said, Joe's like, oh, this is the place, did it. So I'm getting the messages from the owner. I'm flicking through the beds. It's got two bunk beds, two block mattresses, a futon lounge, <coughs> and I'm like, there's 13 of us, but it says it only sleeps 12. I mean, there's already a red flag that when you're in your 30s and, like, two of the beds are block mattresses and the other two are bunk beds... So Robbie slept on this bunk bed and it had one of those crazy ladders on it. So he's at the, at the he's, long end of the room. Yeah, he's blowing up at it. And he go and I go, but at least you get an adventure on the ladder on the way up. I like actually it was had such the, a, a I think I had the best bed out of the lot, to yeah. be honest. 
Uh, I would have liked the window, but what can you do? <laughs> you know, we were on a budget. Everyone's like, why don't we just pay $20 extra and get something decent? And I'm like, I don't know. It was horrendous. It was, hor- But we weren't there for the lodgings. No. We were there to celebrate. Uh, oh, the other issue we had was is we only had two fobs. So everyone came back at different times. We and did. there was an elevator. You couldn't get up it. So everyone that... You were home first. I was home first because I had the key. Because you're a sook. No, I had the key. I had to be you the... Could, anyone could have had the key to start the I had to let off. people in the place. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> you're the hero. first person in. You let the next person in. Then you give them the key. Then when someone rings, they go down and they pass the key so on. So nobody else could have done that. You could have stayed out late one of the nights. Not yeah, been home I mean, first. I, was, I, you know, I think I was out till... I started at 7.30 in the morning and I was... The first night I was in bed by 11. That's pretty good effort. Mm. All right. So... Well, we'll, that's, we'll say that for... for <laughs> we'll put that, put that on a vote on the page. So, yeah, Shano, so, mate, it was... Look, it wasn't all fun and games in, in Melbourne, was it? There was a lot of fun, but we actually grabbed the Herald Sun on the Saturday on the tr- on, while we were on the bus going into uh, the races to have a look at some real estate. And yeah. we never stop working. We never stop. We're always researching. And I remember, I know driving in there uh, from the city, uh, Collins Street, I think we were, all these terrace houses with four sale signs and uh, no driveways, literally parked. You're on the road. Yeah. Uh, in Queensland, they probably would be called duplexes. I, yeah, I, these, I, these are like real old, though. Real old Victorian, all of that type of jazz. And, uh, some of the prices they were achieving, like over $2 million for a little three-bedroom, one-bathroom, no-car jobs. It yeah, was crazy to compare it what you get here. No, it was outrageous. So, as I said, when, we, when we're flying back in on Sunday, sprightly, fresh, um, after our yoga retreat, yeah, we <laughs> were driving home along the beach and we're thinking, how can you still buy houses... 25 minutes to the airport, yeah. 35 minutes to Brisbane City where the Olympics are, you know, in 10, 11, 8 years, whenever it is. Yep. 45 kilometres of beaches, all the entertainment, all the theme parks for under $800,000. Well, in our area, obviously some other areas are a bit more expensive. So it just got me thinking about the market and, and you know, and selling now. We, we still represent really good value, but mm. I, I get frustrated, not frustrated, I just, I, I'm bemused when I see people still trying to sell their own houses yeah. or doing like an off-market strategy. For sale, for sale by owner, Robert. For was, sale by owner. That's the topic for today. Sale by owner. Well, yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll start talking about that then. Yeah. Uh, even off-market sales. Yeah. I just think with the transition we're going through, uh, which is why I've used those three strategies on this week, just to see what kind of is sticking. I think you'd be bloody mad to go off market or, but more importantly for sale by owner. I mean, I, I remember I mentioned a couple episodes back that lady who tried to sell her own house. Um, mm. She ended up going with another office and it's still on the market. So she tried it herself, yeah. didn't sell, went with another office, but because she tried it herself, she's essentially burnt yeah, now, bridges. now it looks like it's been on forever. And the research that buyers have the ability to do now, they can go back and see that, well, it was tried, you know, they tried to sell it two months ago. Yeah, I read a, I read a book once, you know, probably the only book I've ever read, Robert. <laughs> um, and it was about a bloke that used to negotiate it for the FBI. Uh, his name's Herb something. Chris he's, Voss? No, he's American. And he, um, he's American too. He said, he said the worst person you can negotiate for is yourself. And he used an example of, have you ever gone in to buy a TV and you stood there and they upsell you on the TV 
Then you get done, or oh, would you like the extra three years warranty? And you just stand there and nod your head. The power surge cable. Yeah, I always buy that. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, they always get me on the yeah. power surge. Well, you don't want the power surge to <laughs> come through. I mean, this day and age, the power's always surging. I've about 12 of them at home. Never yeah. plugged in anything. No, and I've never used the, the extended warranty because you lose the paperwork, and that's what they're counting on. Um, so he said, the worst person you can negotiate for is yourself. Imagine not being able to negotiate on a TV, and then you're stood there with, a, with someone, a buyer, trying to negotiate the sale of your house. It's, it just makes it, like, it's too hard to negotiate the sale of your house because you're getting all this, oh, well, mate, you know, your house isn't worth this because, uh, you know, it needs all the work done to it. And then you've got to go, oh, no, no, but, you know, and then defend your own house. It's very emotional, and that's why... We do it for a living, and it's hard work. Yeah. And if a buyer already knows you're missing out on commission... Sorry, already knows you're not paying commission. Yeah. So they're already factoring. And in a buyer's head, real estate agents get paid 50 grand for yeah. every sale, no matter what yeah. no matter what you're selling. It yeah. could be $200,000 unit or a million dollar property. Yeah. So their expectations on you, for starters, is significantly lower because they know you're already saving yeah. money on commission. And then when you throw in that emotional element of a buyer telling you your house is shit. Yeah you probably won't want to negotiate with them when potentially they're the best buyer. So I don't know, especially as I said, in this market where it's changing and interest rates going up and buyers are a little bit more savvy and, and they feel that there's um, more negotiation power. I think the, I think it's, I think the proof is in the numbers. There's how many for sale by owner signs do you see? Not well over the last couple of years, more than ever. But prior to that, not many. Do you know how many people sell by, for sale by owner? I don't know those stats. Do you? Eight percent. Wow. So ninety-two percent of people still use an agent because they're going to work. They're busy. You can't answer every inquiry. We sit here doing it all day. We've got a database full of buyers. You're relying on realestate.com. Usually they're bad ads as well because I've never seen a for sale by owner where it's a premiere or you know the the gold on domain. It's always really bad ads at the bottom. You know, they've sent out a professional photographer, apparently, but it still doesn't look amazing because the company that does it puts them on the cheap, really. Um, and then you get this little, they always have tiny, average-looking signboards. And again, it goes back to that marketing we spoke about, I think, in episode three, where everything's perception. If you have a signboard, it's tiny and it's falling out of the ground. It just doesn't, the perception is, is that it might not be worth that much and the person hasn't put really... You know, the signboard cheapens the look. But yeah, the day of the old core flutes. Um, still got one for a photo op every now and then, but floating around the office, dust the cobwebs off. But <clears> apart from that, it's perception. You've, you've yeah. called it. Yeah. So I just, if, you, if you're thinking of going for sale by owner, it's probably would have worked. I can tell you, it would have worked well maybe three or four months ago when we were peaking. Yeah. But now you're going to be one of those people that sat on the market forever and then you finally fall on your sword and give it to an agent and the agent will sell it. I, uh, yeah, I got an example. So I sold a four better uh, upper Kuma for seven hundred and eighty-two thousand. I knew the guy for quite some time. He actually, when he was trying to buy four or five years ago, he came and had a chat to me. He had purchased. Uh, he wanted to sell it himself. So I said, "It's not the right idea, but if you want to do it, just piggyback." I've got my open homes. This is what a nice bloke I am. I got my open <laughs> homes ten to ten thirty every Saturday, and I was one street away. I put my directional signs at the corner of this street and the corner of this street. If you just want to put for sale by owner, draw it on some cardboard, don't stick it on my sign, but just put it beside it so people will see your sign as they come in. Um, I don't mind. What a man. He ended up selling his, for, he ended, similar property, he sold it for 750,000. Yep. 
He was stoked. I think we could have got him a little bit more, but because he saved on commission, he was happy. Uh, gave me a nice bottle of Jack Daniels out of that. Uh, so I, was, uh, you know, I would have preferred the commission. It's, but a, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good news story, isn't it? That, yeah. But you know? that, that would not happen now. No. Th- those, those figures would not be getting achieved when, no. you know, we were, we were averaging six or seven offers every open home. Yeah. We were averaging 30 to 40 and how is, a, how is someone that's never done it before, just your average mum and dad, manage that managing level. seven offers from seven different people? Just a headache. You're not going to get the best price doing it. Everyone knows that. That's why 92% of people still use an agent. Yep. We're, we've got all the technology. It's just a no-brainer. Yeah, I just, I'm just concerned if the market starts slowing. It's not a car, it's a house. Yeah, if the market starts slowing, mate, there'll be more people trying to save that commission because they feel that the drop's there. So, guys, yeah. if you're listening, you only pay the agent if you accept the offers that they present. So yeah. you're not paying commission yeah. until you say yes, until you settle. Yeah, we're, So we're, pay the marketing. It's a couple of grand. Uh, you're going to be paying probably 800 to sell it yourself anyway. So it's oh, about 1200 yeah. And that's for like rubbish advertising yeah. as well. So pay an agent, not just us, any agent. Even the shittest agent out there will get more for you than you selling it yourself, yeah. in my opinion. At the end of the day, you want the confidence that on settlement day, you've done everything to get the best price. Yeah. You've marketed it well, you've priced it well, you may have auctioned it, you've got a great agent, you've presented it the best you can. Write all this down, Blair, this is good for your training. Um, <laughs> Like that, that you want to make sure that all those boxes are ticked. You don't want to get seller's remorse on settlement day. Definitely not. And that brings us to the segment everyone's been waiting for. I know, brought to you by RMH Pest Management. Oh four two three six nine oh four two six. We are open to oh, other we're definitely coming on board for. Oh, we're definitely open to peep sponsors that'll actually give us some money. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. What's cheese Shane off? Take oh. it away. What's cheesed off Shane? So I was, uh, I've recently, I was, I was looking at Eric tickets. This is my favorite segment. Of the <laughs> <world>. <laughs> I, I have looking, no idea what you're talking about. I was looking at Eric tickets and it really annoyed me. I love, I, I want to go to Eric. It's the best conference to go to. I have nothing against it. It's amazing. I just left the tickets too long. Yeah. Number one real estate conference in Australia for real estate. And it's based on the Gold Coast. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's the one to go to if you're going to, if you're a new person and you want to go to a real estate conference, it's the best one to go to. Matthew McConaughey this year yeah. was a guest Matthew speaker. Matthew McConaughey. Don't, don't know how many houses he's sold in Australia, but, no, but he would have sold some tickets. He, I, good looking rooster. Apparently he was really good. Good looking so, rooster. Um, but once, so once I did that, I then got targeted by Facebook for other real estate conferences, uh-huh. which really started to annoy me because there's one particular person who I've gone to one of his because I got a free ticket to it because a bloke couldn't make it that we used to work with. And um, essentially what it is, is you turn up and they, they have like, he just introduces everyone. Here's my great friend, blah, blah, blah. Some, some big name from somewhere. And then there'll be some other guy and then he does his speech and then they're like, he turned, they, the, you know, this, this one, I remember one of the speakers just turned to the crowd and goes, if you want all the answers, get to the, the first 30 people to the back of the room with a thousand dollars can buy my whole CD collection. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It turns into like this mass scramble of all these lunatics getting to the back of the room. And then the what next else? speaker. Yeah. And then the next speaker comes up and, and it's like he's the doing the same thing. thing. And it's just selling these bullshit things. And these people that aren't like some of them aren't even in real estate. They're just, they're just, they're just like one of them is like the sales 
the sales ex- king, <laughs> the, this wankathon. National task. It was a massive wankathon. And um, I was like, I can't believe this. Anyway, fast, we, we had a lady that worked with us a little while ago. And she. Wait, can, can wait, she, before you get into this, what's actually cheesed you off? Oh, I hate, I hate the fact <laughs> that these people are spruiking themselves. If you do research on these people, they haven't sold anything. Like. Oh, so you mean uh, so in, inferior people jumping on the back of quality? Yeah. So yeah. So look, what they what gotcha. they do is especially the main guy. I, gotcha, I don't yeah, think yeah. he's ever I done think anything. I know. Is he's uh, is it? I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's ever done anything in real estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's ever done anything in real estate. No, no. Well, go yeah. Move on to the next part because I think the lady you're about to mention. Yeah. Let's call her Diana. Diana so, was part of was one of. So, she, so one of he's these. put on this special course. Yes, she paid fifty two thousand dollars to go to this no. course. It was it was it was like it was like a it was an ex house deposit. Fifty two thousand. It was a ridiculous amount of money. That's a degree. Yeah. So I'm not even lying. It was something ridiculous like that. It might be off by a couple of thousand, but it certainly was around that. Oh. He. I'm like, what did you get for that? And she's like, oh, well, you know, we get all these tips. So her CMAs on them. So the CMA is the comparative market analysis. Write that Write down, that down Blair. Um, <laughs> So we take that out to people and show them this is what your house is worth based on these sales. It's a free report. When she got back from this course, her reports costed $99 and the $99 was crossed out and said, free free. And she used to say to people, oh, this is usually $100, but this is free. That's for the, you. That was that the RP data report. Yeah, it's oh. a CMA. They were pricing a CMA. No, this is what has cheesed me off. <laughs> it, it was outrageous. Did you not see that no, when she came I never back saw with that? that? She said a hundred dollars, and then she'd give it to him and go, "Oh, this is our hundred dollar report." I saw her ghost written book. She had a ghost written <laughs> book. That's even more ridiculous. She hadn't sold anything. So it's a ghost writer gets sent to China and then they ship over like 50 books. So she'd go out with a free CM, a CMA for $100. She'd give you her free $30 book. Well, it was like a, it was a suitcase full of gimmicks. You get a steak knife? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can you believe that? She used to, like, <laughs> then she used to send you a link and she's getting in, she's getting interviewed by this lunatic. And he's saying, you know, Diana, why, why should people list with you? And she's got this, there's a, there's a thing she's reading off over his shoulder. Oh, well, you know, I'm really good and I've been selling properties in that area for some time and, you know, I'm a real mover in the market. And just some of the lingo was absolutely ridiculous. And I just, I just can't believe that that's around. Out there. That's, well, I, that's worn me out. Hopefully, hopefully people are on the same page. Uh, like, a, you know, that's, that's a weird... You've got to be careful. Do your research into anybody. Yeah. Just Eric, incredible. Eric. I've been a couple of times. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you, you get the best of the best there. Tom Panos, John McGrath, put it on. I'm just saving new people like Blair. If someone had, maybe if Diana had seen this before she'd gone and spent that amount of money. I think an Eric ticket's 600 bucks. Yeah, 600 bucks. Cheap two, days. Two days. We're on the Gold Coast. So anyone, any agent on the Gold Coast, next year, get down there. You meet, you see some, all the cutting edge technology. That's Remember amazing. when I was That's there, like the start event. of the, the virtual, um, the AR stuff that they had a couple so of years ago, me, which was incredible. It cost me two thousand dollars for a couple of CDs. It did Blair at this conference I went to. <laughs> so we got a free T-shirt from a bloke he'd flown in from somewhere. I didn't even never heard of him. 
Oh, no, I don't even think it was a free T-shirt. No, you got a free T-shirt with the ticket. So that was nice. But then there was all these add-ons you could have bought. You could have left 10 grand in the hole. Yeah. And this is how they suck people in. And I'll made it be clipping the ticket. Get here. We'll get your book. We'll get your book done, your video, your your CMAs that are usually free with everyone else on the planet. But for you, you tell them it's $100, you're going to give it to them for free. It's an analysis. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be the master of your area. Anyway, well, mate, that's that. Yeah, you are really cheesed off. That's really annoying. That's that's, that's annoyed annoys me more the than shit out of you. And they're still coming. Your pop ups, you get yeah, getting, yeah, yeah they keep block them all. But I'm just like, man, report him, report him. Yeah, I just I felt like that made me sick. It made everyone in the office sick that she, that she was being told to tell people that. Anyway, when I saw the book, I was I felt sorry for her, and yeah. um, she's no longer that I'm aware of in the game. I just think it was probably a bit too much for her. Yeah. Uh, wish her all the best, though, Diana. She's lovely. Yeah, she was really nice, sweet lady. I mean, if she ever listens to this, she probably will realise it's her we're talking about. Yeah, come back and say hey, Di. We'll buy you a coffee. Yeah. Well, mate, I think that's, uh, I think we should finish with a tip. Um, have you got any tips this week? A real estate tip? No, I'll quickly think of one while you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, my, my, only, my only tip would be, and just circling back to what we spoke about earlier, just do your research on agents, guys. If you are going to sell, do your research on agents. Um, prepare your home really well now because you don't want to be giving buyers any more uh, reason to justify a lower offer when they're already feeling the, the, the financial pressure pinch. Mm. Um, that would be my tip. Um, have you had time to think or should I keep jabbering on? Uh, no, I, I just think if, you, if you're going to go away for a box party... Get get like if there's thirteen of you, get three or four different hotel rooms, or one massive house, one massive house like my one, and don't let Joe Bird plan it because he's blown it, and <laughs> it was the worst apartment I've ever stayed in. It was horrendous. The smell after three days, oh, the drink, it was horrendous. And like the state of everything. Oh no. So I would just say, look, bucks parties are a good time with your mates and stand by because I think there's. Out of the Bucks party, there was there's been something that's gone wrong, and I think over the next maybe week or two. Yeah, we've got a special coming out where we're going to investigate a crime that was committed on the Bucks party. Well, not a crime. Well, it's not a, a crime. An but incident. A, I would say. Well, yeah, it I'm was get, a crime on mates. I'm getting the on blame. the bro code. It was a, it was a crime on the bro code. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm getting the blame for it though, so I see it as a crime. Okay. Well, I want, I want justice. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> stand by. I'm actually looking forward to this. The investigation. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, get on Spotify, tell your friends, um, share it. All the support you can give us for everyone that subscribes. Robert's, uh, no, I won't. I was going to say Robert's going to donate $10 to something. But, you know, it wouldn't even make a dent in his wallet. We'll be. See you. (laughs) See you, guys. See you. Have a good one. Bye.